Well, welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. Yes, Marriage Matters. With, you're not even on. I don't even have it on yet. <laughs> Here we go. We're just, I'm going to leave that. I'm not okay. taking that part out. I'm so glad you joined us for Marriage Matters. He's joined here to want to laugh, I'm sure. I, this is what makes having this podcast with my oh, wife so much yes, fun. Yes. Hey, everybody. I want to thank you for subscribing to our podcast. We've already got a lot of positive feedback and uh, just want to say thank you. If you and, have negative, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear no. Nobody has time for negative. Nobody has time for no. negative. We'll take the we'll take the the criticism if if it's out there. I, that that makes it better, I okay. guess. Sure. Sure. Direct all criticism to their target, but not to the one. <laughs> <laughs> Just email doop at <laughs> email. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna get started. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not real sure how this episode's gonna go, but we're going to talk about marriage. Purpose, not the purpose of marriage, but marriage purpose. Thanks for joining. We're going to get started right now. All right, here we go. This is the third episode already. Absolutely, yeah, it is third. I say four because you did one. On well, your, we did one on, on the Darren Sargent show. That's right. If you're not listening to that podcast, you should by go the way, do that. That's right. Yes. Yes. Shameless self promotion. Yes. Well, I started, so so you weren't. Probably yeah, you, you you started it. So I started good. it. Um, it. It's interesting when we're talking about marriage that uh, we we mentioned this last week. Two unique people meet, get together. We categorize it in our world as somebody that or people that fall in love. Right. And um, but there is this challenge that comes. I think sometimes into marriage, we we start out pretty intense we're excited we're married we're we're you know this is a new adventure but you go down the road of fur piece fur piece and um fur piece (laughs) i am from well never mind yes we know Uh, we know where we're from but people they get bored with each other right and i think how how can how can a couple go from such infatuation to hardly being able to stand each other. Well, I I think maybe we addressed it last time, but let's just recap. I think that the way that this happens is life. Life happens. And uh, we think that life, when we get married, will look like Hollywood. And they, they lived happily ever after. But we never see that part, what happens yeah. after... They come back from their honeymoon and there are bills and pressure, pressure. And two people who've lived in two different worlds are coming together and joining a world. I think over time, yeah, over time you can get irritated or disillusioned is probably a better word with what you thought was going to happen. And it doesn't look like the, the dream world that, that you thought it was going to look like. Yeah. Now we're we're reading through a book as we've mentioned in the last two episodes called A Lifelong Love by Gary Thomas and we're just kind of picking through it and expounding on it where we feel like we can maybe add something not that we can add much to No it's this a great book. book. Yeah, I again the link will be in the show notes. Get this book. Great book. You can follow along with us. We can even tell you where we're we're reading from and we've got notes marked throughout the book but 
Uh, one of the things he says, he asks a question. I kind of, I kind of alluded to it already. Alluded to it already. Mm-hmm, yeah. How and why does a couple go from such high highs to such low lows? And he says, here's a clue. Even the best of marriages. This is this is interesting to me. Even the best of marriages is a miserable substitute for the ultimate reality of living for God. And we, I, like I said at the beginning, this is this episode's called Marriage Purpose, and God created us to be people of purpose. He says who live lives of eternal impact. So I, I want to stop there for just a moment because over the last several months, in a lot of the conferences and yeah. marriage retreats and sessions that we've done. I've kind of introduced this concept. I've been right. working, be honest, I've been working on it for a couple of years, that marriage is ministry. Right, absolutely. Um, I, I want to take it a step further because when I read this, it, it's really marriage is a mission. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. After reading that and just kind of understanding that concept, again, going to why do people get disillusioned because they may not have a purpose and Maybe that seems overwhelming as we're saying that, like, oh, I've got to have a purpose to my marriage. Oh, my purpose is just to get a house, have some kids, have a dog, grow old together. But what if it's more? What if there's more to life than just the American dream? Absolutely. And I think I think our our focus so much in in our culture is, okay. your marriage has to make you happy. Yeah. Marriage is about happiness. Finding Mar- your soulmate. Yeah. Mar- marriage is not mm-hmm. about happiness. Right. Marriage is about fulfilling a purpose. Right. And when we fulfill the purpose that God wants us to fulfill, it equates to our marriage becoming stronger. It becomes more more passionate. It becomes more exciting. It becomes more important because we're joining together doing something. Right. We're not just, okay, hopefully we can, you know, get 50 years in and, and, and without, you know, having a train wreck and right. get our kids all raised and, and hopefully their, their lives will be okay. But there's more to life than just existing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my wife and I have told our kids since they were young that they have a, they have a purpose. Right. Uh, they were, they were created to make an eternal impact. Right. I've, I've said this often. If you've right. heard me speak, even on my own podcast, even in marriage retreats, I've told our kids, my wife's told our kids, invest your life in those things that will outlive you. And we, and we forecasted things into our kids' lives. Like we would say, we are raising future preachers, evangelists, missionaries, whatever, servants for the Lord, kingdom minded. That's what we were raising is what, how, how does this hobby, this project, this, whatever you want to do. How is it going to feather the kingdom of God? Not yeah. about yourself, but I think that was one thing that you and I tried to do for Carson, Ashton, and Avery. Yeah. How is this thing you want to do going to Where does it fit into fit? the eternal mm-hmm. vision of, of what you were called and created to do on right. this earth? Right. And I think a lot of times is marriages get to a place where they feel so okay, there, there's nothing more here. Maybe the kids are out of the house. Maybe you're at the empty nest stage of life. And it's like, what what can we do? I love what he says here in the book. And we're in, we're in this talking about purpose and, 
and all. But the worst thing we can do, and I quote, the worst thing we can do when we feel the need for something more is to go looking for another romantic infatuation, which neuroscience tells us has a limited shelf life of about 12 to 18 months. Right. So if you think, well, it, my spouse, it, you know, I, I've got to get something, I got to get, I got to get something more. I got to find somebody that actually gets me. Right. Well, that's going to have a shelf life. Absolutely. That infatuation. And here, scientists say, not, not Darren and Dewana, but scientists yeah. say, according to what Gary Thomas writes in this book, that that lasts for about 12 to 18 months. Right. And that's why I, we may have mentioned, mentioned this before. That's why the honeymoon stage is a real stage. Yeah. Because our brain is so enamored and we're so into this that it lasts 12 to 18 months. And that's when... If we're not prepared for what's coming, the wheels will come off. Yeah. And and newlywed couples will just suck it up and just get by. And the next thing they know, they're they're married 10 years. And they're, and they're like, what am I doing? Yeah, what's Be- our purpose? What's our purpose? He says this, so don't obsess about falling out of love with your spouse. I love this. Concern yourself instead with falling out of purpose because purpose will sustain your love. We we have we've made up our we've made up our mind. It, it's it's our desire that our lives, our family's lives, would make a dynamic difference with everything. Just let me let me just break it down, okay? Uh, everybody that listened to this, you know me. I was born with one hand. I have this this desire to to do something with my life. Maybe it's the way that I was born. Maybe it's what was put in me as a child. But I've tried to put that into our marriage. I've tried to put that into our children because I don't want, I don't want to get, we're, we're married now in August will be 30 years. I don't want to go in the next five years and say, okay, well, what's our purpose? No, we're fulfilling our purpose. Absolutely. This podcast is right. part of our purpose. It is. As much as I had to get you to do it. Kicking and screaming, as <laughs> I like to say. But she's here. You cannot just think that romance right. is going to fulfill you. Right, right. It's an important part of marriage. Absolutely. But it's not what is the only thing that can fulfill you. You've got to keep this desire to seek first the kingdom of God. We've got to make him our desire. We've got to make Christ our purpose. We've got to seek him. And in doing that, something will be brought into our lives that has meaning and sustains us. Now, um, he he calls it a magnificent obsession. Right. We need a magnificent obsession, he says. We need to let the Lord of all creation capture our hearts to fall more and more in love with him. If we give him our hearts. Absolutely. It does something here, doesn't it, in our relationship? Yeah, absolutely. When our focus is kingdom-minded, um, I, 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 I think this so much more and more. If I love God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, and I love my neighbor as myself, and I want to do kingdom-minded stuff, when I'm so focused on following what God wants for me, I, and we've said it several times. I'm going to love you the way you're supposed to be loved. Yeah. And when we're when we're on the same page and seeking 
first the kingdom of God, I believe that's when we do discover our purpose. Is it the purpose for everybody to teach marriage conferences? Maybe not. But maybe it's a purpose to do something in your local church that nobody else can do. Um, maybe it's, you know, start a homeless ministry. Maybe it's, I don't know, be a study school teacher, whatever it is. But your purpose should outlive you. So what we're doing today should outlive us. Yeah. We're investing in the next generation. Well, I think this is important. If we go back to the concept I talked about earlier, that marriage is a ministry, marriage is a mission, that the the marriage purpose is we're living in such an hour that people are coming into our churches with all kinds of baggage. Right. They're facing all kinds of mess. They've gone from maybe one relationship to the other, one marriage to the other. And I'm not, I'm not trying to knock that down, but what an opportunity for those of us that we've been committed to each other right? for all these years, we can provide those families, those couples, mm-hmm. an example. Paul said, we are examples read of all men. Mm-hmm. So when we understand that our marriage has a purpose, right? we need to embrace that. And, you know, couples that have been married 30, 40, 50 years, Mm -hmm. put a couple that's been married five years or less, put them under your wing. Absolutely. Help them. Show them. them. Show them. Show them how to navigate challenges. Show them how to navigate financial difficulty. Show them how to navigate seasons where it seems like everything that could come against them comes against them. Teach them. Show them. That's what makes marriage so alive and i think it rekindles something in in the relationship when that happens i want to bring out a point that i was reading as well i mean we we read this about this book together but i highlighted this part about the magnificent obsession and when we have a this is what gary thomas says we have a magnificent obsession with god it gives two people a reason to talk a reason to get out of bed, a reason to stay together, an excitement that never ends. A marriage between two people with a shared love of Christ is a marriage that grows deeper over time. And I just thought that was so, That's good. such a cool um, way to look at this passion, this purpose. When we are connected and our magnificent obsession with the Lord, we have so much more to talk about. And and I want to pause here, and I don't hurt nobody's feelings, but you not you know my husband knows me so well. Hopefully, maybe he maybe knows where I'm going. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe you know everything about the Bible. Maybe your spouse knows everything about the Bible. Maybe you think you know more than your spouse about the Bible. But when your spouse comes to you and says something, hey, I have a thought about the Bible. Please don't tell them that they're dumb or stupid or yeah. they don't get it. But, oh, that's interesting. Maybe that's something I need to look at. But share. When we when we read something in the Word of God, I, I know I love this. I can read something and say, hey, Darren, I was reading this. And what does this mean? Or I thought this on this. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say, no, that's stupid. You know, he's like, yeah. Well, yeah. What I usually do is I preach it. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. That's true. Maybe, maybe. There's a couple times, yeah. Oh, I, wait, did you see that? He got that on tape, right? Film right now. No, not film. Podcast. Podcast gold. He said he stole my notes. No, but, you know, to be able to conversate about more than 
how are we going to pay bills or yeah. what do you want for dinner yeah. is something deeper. Yeah. It's what deeper. what I love about this, he says there's a lot of books out there that talk about keeping romance alive, and that's important. It is important. But he says we need to focus more on keeping purpose alive. Yeah. yeah. Because it's purpose that helps us share. It's purpose mm-hmm. that helps us, okay, we're, we're in this together. Right. We, there's there's storms that we have Absolutely. faced in, in life and in our marriage. Mm-hmm. There are things that we have we have had to work through. Right. Um, it's usually me that has to work <laughs> through things. But uh, because I married, I married an angel. Whatever. Yeah. And, but when we sit down and we discuss those, when we work through and say, okay, right. this is not the direction we need to go. We need right. to be going in God's direction. We're going to, we're going to shut this down here in just a minute, but just a couple more things. Um, he says this long-term marital satisfaction is found first and foremost in worship and service, celebrating and working on behalf of God's kingdom instead of trying to create an earthly substitute. And I think that's so true. So many people try to, their their marriage may be stale, it may be boring, so what do they do? They pour themselves into work. Right. Maybe more money will be the answer. Right. Maybe another vacation will be the answer. Maybe another kid will help them. Maybe out. another kid will help him. Maybe maybe he'll stay home more. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, if we can get a house like the Joneses. Yeah. And if... We can go on more more vacations, whatever we can. Whatever it is. If Mm -hmm. I get that that speedboat like Jimmy has down at the end of the road, (laughs) then, you know, I'm going to, it'll get us to none of that. Only what we do for Christ is what lasts. Absolutely. We have to have purpose. We need to have a purpose, an adventure. We need the adrenaline of stepping out, he says, of our comfort zones for a purpose higher than our own well-being. He goes on, we need our lives to matter for eternity, not just for the moment. We need to find fulfillment in something greater than our bank accounts, our pleasure, or our reputations. And he makes one statement. I'll kind of wrap it up, or I'll, I'll stop talking if you want to add anything. But he says, in the end, selfishness is a very boring life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So. I felt a little added at me. Is that what you'd say when I read that? I felt a little at me because my comfort zone would be to just let me, let me be in my lane and leave me alone. And, you know. Mr. Darren Sargent over here would not have that. And so <laughs> she's got so much to give. That's why you've got so much to give out of my comfort zone to do things like this and to get up and speak in front of people about marriage. Um, I told someone the other day, I was just saying, you know, I understand why God is calling me to do this. Sometimes it's not an easy thing to do, but if I get to heaven and somebody says, thank you, if I never know, if I never know that, that what we're doing helps somebody else. But if yeah. it if it does, then we are fulfilling the purpose of our marriage by Absol- helping others. Absolutely. And I think as we close this down, really take some time to sit down, you and your spouse, and talk about what are we doing for God. Right. Maybe some of the challenges that you may be having in your marriage right now is because you have not taken time to say, you know what, are we really fulfilling our marriage purpose? 
are we doing what God wants us to do? Right. If that's discipling another couple, if that's mentoring somebody that's getting ready to get married, they need good examples. Mm -hmm. Let's make our marriage a mission to fulfill what God wants us to fulfill. Watch what will happen. It'll kindle something in your marriage unlike anything. All right. I'm done talking, babe. I'm unless done talking to you. You sure? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, well, this will be put out next week. We'll already be gone. We're, we're going out to do another marriage conference Absolutely. and uh, spending some time, just a little R&R, my wife and I, right. in one of our favorite cities and looking forward to that. But thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Check us out. Uh, marriage Matters with Darren and Dewana Sargent. If this is your first time listening, go back, listen some of the other episodes and thank you so much for joining and we pray that God will bless you and will be with you and help your marriage. God bless.